I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to part two. Part two. Part two. Listen to it in your shoes. When you're having a poos, whatever you choose to do with Chris and Stu's, we're here for you. We won't give you the blues, and we want a twos up on your misses. That bit don't rhyme, and it's offensive. No, that's just a statement of fact. What about if ladies listen to this? I don't think there's like, I know a few ladies who rather enjoy a sort of uh, menage. I've not done that. With a partner, a friend, but I'm just saying, it's not a bad thing. Do you know what? Because I like doing these intros yeah. and outros. They're one of my favourite things yeah. I like to do. But because we have no kind of, um, I guess, filter. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But what I've noticed is we approach these podcasts like everybody knows about our previous podcasts. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. that's really ridiculous, right? Because yeah. loads of people might just think, Oh, oh look, blah blah blah's on a podcast. Mm. I might go and have a listen. Mm. I have no idea about fucking what dickheads me and you are. And straight away they're just met by me and you just talking absolute drivel. Debating a spit roast. Exactly. And and I just think if that was me, I'd just turn off. I'd just think pricks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if all you guys just don't mind turning off now, later. <laughs> We just want the. What just are you doing? And niche market. Career suicide. <laughs> if you haven't switched off, good on you. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for, you know, all, all everyone subscribing. It's been wicked. It's still going strong. In fact, I feel that the recording and the quality of everything now is just going to another level. So. Not, not, not conversation. Not conversationally, no, you keep fucking it right yeah, up. Well, I mean, you, you just couldn't even fucking get it right saying it. Conversation. Conversation. Yeah. I've got a speech impediment. Yeah. Oh, no, you haven't. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you have. No, I haven't. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a list. That's a speech. That's a problem, isn't it? Is it? Well, that's it's a not... life problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd... anyway, uh, this episode is uh, back with Death and Guitar I bet Pop. more people turned off then. <laughs> Oh, he's always oh, he's against people with lisps. Yeah, he's horrible, isn't he, Chris? Oh, yeah, he's a rotter. yeah. He sounds like he's got a default setting of just being a wanker. I'm horrid. Although you you've got to say that, and then you're rotten to me. I I got um I got a bit edgy uh towards um it, during this podcast because you was doing your fast and you was being like you weren't being fun, Chris. I wasn't. I was. I was in. I enjoyed the music conversation. I was 
I was really into that, right. you know. Okay. Um, so I made up for it. You did. You were a lot of fun. I well, had more well to drink, done. and I got overexcited. If any of our fans could make up a badge for Stuart, uh, I'm a big boy. I had more fun uh, on episode. What's this going to be? Fifteen. Really shit badge. <laughs> too, you took too many words. Um, yeah. Put um. Fast Chris is shit. Fun Chris isn't. <laughs> um, right. Um. So yeah, this, this conversation is, and, and they play a song. Yes, um, they get one. the guitars out, which, you, which first. was a first, which is good. It was um, the first also that we had two on, but we've probably already spoke about that during yeah. podcast. And the, the, the countdown gets more interesting, and the conversation gets more drunk and mm. weirder and funnier. But also great if you love music. So yeah. Tune in, uh, man. Uh, if you don't love music, then you, you're probably listening to the wrong episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Why all I'm de- all I seem to be doing is, is telling people what you, to, to not listen to I'm this. I'm the faster. I'm the miserable one. You keep yeah. just want to fucking end our lives tonight. Career suicide, stew. That's my um, Enjoy the episode. It's it's fucking wicked. Uh, Johnny's probably by on his about third or fourth fourth point by uh, episode two, and he's doing well. Stu's a bit of a feeder. He's now I, I think he starts supplying him shots as well. Goshler. Goldschler. Um So Johnny does well to bang out a lovely tune uh, mm. in this one. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah, so um, wicked stories. Um, shout out to our recording crew, seventy six, Brad, and uh, the rest of the Distraction Pieces Network. Catch you later. Bye. Chris and Stu present our core listing. The podcast. Just struggle to get by from heavy loads. It's doggy dog where there's no bones, and I can see without a bone. Your own and cry because you're losing hope. It's doggy dog when there's no bones, and I can see without a bone. I know a place where there's lots of bones. If you're longing for something better, head to 69 Candy Street. 69 Candy Street. And this candy street When you feel like Kevin Webster And you're so tired of trying to make ends meet Head to 69 Candy Street Sweets and this candy street And you never ever want to come on Got your eyes on the prize, it's a subliminal hoax. It's Goddy God, where there's scapegoats. Dogfish scar, rattling through your bones. The line before last is surfing into new folks. It's Doggy Dog, where there's no bones. And I can see without a bone. I know a place where there's knots. Something better, head to 
Recording, yes, we are because I just pressed record. Why are you spoiling it? You know, I like to do are we recording and pretend that I don't know we're it's recording. It's my life to make your life. It's my Shit. life, it's, it's my life, my, my money. <laughs> we, we got a habit of singing club tunes from the 90s. Love it, boys. Sorry, we dropped I quite um, like that. What did we drop the other week? D Ring, D Ream, yeah, and oh, uh, what and a tune we, that is. Yeah, mixed that into Facts and Small. Small turn around. Hey! <laughs> What's wrong with you? We got him on board. <laughs> 90s club classic you want to sing later? 90s club classic. And um, you, Johnny, throw him in there. Throw him in there. How old were you then? Four? Renegade uh, Master. Two. Renegade <laughs> Master. Yes, mate. See, I've got Who Strings of Life in my head, but I'm thinking Strings of Life is 80s. Strings of Life? No, 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 that's a banger. I was 15 when that came out. That's a banger, though. What a tune. 88, 89. 88. I did, we recorded, Pete Tong did Club Classics, an orchestral version. And have you seen it? Have you seen it I haven't been to watch it, but I see him doing that. One of my pals went. Mate, it is so worth it. It is like beyond belief seeing a 50 piece orchestra and they play Strings of Life there and it's just like oh mate it's just a rush it's a rush watching it wasn't drinking obviously working and that and man that was a, I remember that was a high man me and my proper. mate Riley first time we went and watched Kyle Cox and we were like just finishing up in space like our first night in our yeah, yeah. we were like fucking hell mate just walked out of the room and then Strings of Life just come on and we fucking <laughs> sprinted back, back in, in. <laughs> mate, did he deliver? Wicked. what Coxie? yeah the second time was better, to be honest, mate. I, 
I don't want to talk about my beef experiences on the podcast. <laughs> in, case, in case my mum listens to it. Um, uh, oh yeah, I'm sure she's really going to enjoy the story about <laughs> shit on my car. <laughs> Sorry, um, Johnny's mum turn off right now. Um, <laughs> I went. I went to my beef for, for the first time when I was about forty. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't let you into any of the clubs, would they? I think <laughs> that's not true. They were like, "Oh, Mavericks here." And, uh, <laughs> but I went to Space for Cole Cox, yeah. yeah. And everyone was like, "It's going to be the most incredible night of your life. It's going to be a game changer." No, Fucking deflating, rubbish. really. Yeah. First time I saw Tong, I saw Pete Tong at uh, Pasha in Ibiza, and that's that was one hell of a cub. Going back ten years, I mean, that's, that blows your mind. But uh, Pete Tong just did not. He was just not on point that night. And it's always a letdown because you're like, yeah, I'm going to see him, yeah. but everyone's a human, right? Everyone has a fucking dull night. Or it might just be he wasn't playing a song. Well, no, I, I, I wanted to hear, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, actually more contemporary music. Well, no, the thing was, I went in there and, and at the time, the whole new disco thing was happening and I was thinking, oh, I just, I, I, I don't know. I just expected something that was going to be great. And, and I won't know because I... Mm. I don't do that. And I just thought, and I was pissed out of my mind and I was thinking, right, just throw yourself into it. It's going to deliver. And I'm a DJ, I'm a promoter. This is the mecca. I mean, I'd be, Mm. I'm in space, the closing, it's Mm. cold cops. Yeah. Fucking really rubbish. Yeah. Do you think that's got something to do with it though? Because it's like built up to be. Yeah, you're yeah. See, I never. F- I love. I love Carl Cox, but that? I never get it in space. Like I mm. think. I just I've, thought what he played was really boring. It was what, no safe. You mean like very sort no, of no, just monotonous. Oh, bit, I, I bit, sound really bit, old now. Bit minimal. Does it all sound the same to you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was quite minimal. Minimal. Yeah, yeah. And. And and to me, it weren't engaging. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe if I was nutted, it might be yeah, a bit yeah. more engaging. I think you get you end up seeing that other level, didn't you, when you're off your box? But then then again, you might dance to a fucking car alarm as well. So you know, <laughs> exactly. True story. Very true. Exactly. You, you, you might do that. So. You might. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're recording, aren't we? And we we're are just, fucking going. Yeah, so we're back. This one, is part right? two. Thanks for listening. Um, we're back with Defa Guitar Pop. Ollie and Johnny, thanks very much, lads, for joining us. We have been nattering for about half hour in, yeah. in the break, haven't we? We, we spoke, good we, we spoke yeah. about you meeting Liam Gallagher, haven't we? Yeah, very yeah. bizarre experience. That Stuff one, like yeah. that. And mm. uh, all manner of things. You, you're, you're working your way through a big two-litre bottle of water. Gone, and Okay. It's my third one. Well, we're, not, we're, we're not talking about your fasting. <laughs> what? And, um, oh, your, your tea title. You've had... Um, Two giant cups of tea. I yeah. thought I'd make you a big one because yeah. I, I like a big cup of tea. Yeah. And so it's just me and you then, mate. It's just me and you, bud. <laughs> Cheers. Shoe's had a few. He's rabbiting quite a lot tonight. Two yeah. glasses of wine. It's mad. Two glasses of wine. You've got the boys wine. over talking about madness. He's over. You're all I'm excited. A, I'm like a ruddy bloody bloke. You're not going to get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get to sleep easy tonight. That's yeah. it. We're talking about lads' music, not that. Poncy cold cocks rubbish. <laughs> Music made by fellas <laughs> with cubes. Um, so where was we? Num- we were at number three going over your top five madness record. So I think we just jump straight in and hear what your number three is. But quickly, and it will be quickly, we won't spiral. Mm, yeah. You're going to do that little finger wave above on your throat in a minute because I'm talking too much, <laughs> aren't you? Um, there it is. Just to let you know ahead of anything, mm. we will be talking about the fact that the guys are going to um, release an album and they've yeah. set up a crowd um, crowdfunder, yeah. crowdfunder for that so we, yeah. we will need to talk about that before for the sure. end of the podcast and 
um, they're going to play a track. No one's played a track yet. Again, a first yeah. for hardcore listing. Definitely Judging by the way these American IPAs are going down, it's diminishing in quality <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's what it's about. You're in. You're in the within. Yeah. It's going to be carnage, and we're going to we're going to have a drink Ships and we're going to have some fun. And <laughs> this is like Essex version of uh, of Wayne's World. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. So who chose number three? Um, was it me? Yeah. Was it me? I'm, I'm was, being a bit yeah. bait again, but it no, was coming it. down to the V Festival thing, the first time I seen Madness Live, and I was about, yeah, it must have been 13, 14, something like that. And it was my brother who was always the sort of muso sort of bloke, really. And him and Jake, you know, Jake from the time, I think you know Jake, everyone sort of <laughs> has had their experiences with Jake. And um, they were like in a band, and one step beyond comes on and the speech at the beginning and they all shouting all the words and I'm like I know madness but like, what's, what's going on here I didn't realise all these and then Rory comes along do you remember their drummer Rory and he's got all the braces on and everything wow. and then as I said the field just like everyone just ran over and started doing the dance and I just thought that was a sort of a bit of a moment for me really so which where I a big influence on you musically growing up. Oh, well, you no, he's younger. Oh, right. he's yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't want to give him too much credit. Uh, <laughs> no. I think you should. Then, I mean, I was said about his dad introducing him to music, and, and when I when I first met you, when you were doing the Tomorrow Man, how old was you? Seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I think it might be younger yeah. than that, mate. You're yeah. supposed to be 18. And I remember yeah. thinking like, I, think yeah. I lied to yeah. you about their yeah, age. Yeah. So like, I was like, I've got a good support band. It'll bring loads of people. How old are they? Old? Eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> I think exactly. I think Jake was Definitely fifteen. The first the first gig we done in Queen of Hearts, I think Jake was fifteen. Yeah, yeah Jake got barred, didn't he? I think. Was he the one that stole a drill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stole a drill. Jake, yeah. They stole a fucking drill. Oh, it yeah. was. It was. I remember like just getting a phone call the next morning. It was like, um, yeah, um, <laughs> one of your bands you booked last night. I think the promoter chased them to the train station. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I think. I don't think I was with him when he done it, to be honest. That old chestnut. It's right, no, you're going to get barred from the within. You're all right, mate. <laughs> what what, what did he want with a drill, anyway? I don't know. Oh, he's an opportunity. That's the, that's the beauty of Jay. He's just he's just such a, a great... <laughs> you know what I mean? You just never know where it's going to go next. Took a drill. Unpredictable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rock and roll. If I see me for a fact that I'm stealing a DeWalt drill. <laughs> yeah. right, um, right, so... Obviously, you said about your dad. So, what, what, what influenced you? Because, like I say, well, the point of that conversation was you were really young. And yeah. so, at, at what point did you start appreciating that to be writing music like that when you're 15, 16? Let's have it right. Most kids are listening to Eminem, like you said you was. Which but I not, was doing a lot of. But not the fair, Kinks. And not, yeah, not, it was my old man as well. Like, my dad is literally like the biggest Beatles fan on the planet, apart from me. But now I can say that because he's not here. <laughs> yeah, apart from me. And I, I remember literally. I Monkeys as well. Well, yeah, then this yeah, is what I was going to say. That what happened. So, like, I'd always been into like the Beatles, the Kinks, um, Rolling Stones and all that, like all my dad's music and like he loves always like Tamla Motown and stuff like that. So I liked melodic yeah, music, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? And then um, sort of obviously rap come along and I'm sort of got short white blonde hair as a little kid wearing yeah. an Adidas vest about pretending I'm Eminem. <laughs> and then when it got when I got to 14, uh, like whatever people say, I'm coming out and like probably so many blokes of my age like the album sort of changed the course of things do you yeah. know what I mean because it made like guitar music relevant again I think and I remember my brother playing at school and Jake was in a band with him and they played I Bet You Look Good and um, 
then after that I was like, oh, I might have a bit of this actually. Look, like, God, there's a couple of birds talking to him over there. I reckon that's what I need to be doing. Yeah. So I picked up a guitar and the first song I learned was Half the World Away really? by Oasis. Nice. Yeah. And then sort of, I don't know, Noel Gallagher's been, has written 100 songs with those chords, hasn't he? So he don't really need much more. No. And just sort of work from there, really, yeah. And then that was a moment for me there because it's like, I don't know, it's... You know, it's like bands for the afternoon at a festival, and it, and everyone's like, you've got like families sitting down, you've mm. got like knobheads being knobheads with like sort of balloons and stuff like that, and and madness come on, and everyone just sort of come together for it's a really little nice. moment. Yeah, it was nice. I tend to find when we've what when we've had top fives, even when I do top fives myself, it's not always the best or the mo- the one that people might go, oh yeah, oh no, of course that's it, like. For me, it's always my it's inception. Like what what affected me and what yeah, what yeah. turned me on to, you know, like yeah, I have that with hip hop. Like I'm a big hip hop fan, but my first favorite records were things like fucking Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. Now, if you, if you ask me to list all the best hip hop records, that's in about ten thousandth position. Yeah. But that opened the door to we'll me for going. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah, and one step beyond is. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing song, yeah. isn't it? It yeah. really is. Like, I don't really get tired of hearing it, to be honest with you. And it was well, when it come on on Saturday, wouldn't it? I pointed up to you and I went, oh, I'd make this. Yeah, like, he played yeah, it on Saturday night and I went, oh, I'd make this my other choice because I still hadn't thought of what my other choice was going to be. And the same just thing happened. Off, Everyone yeah, just seems time. to rush into a circle and start dancing really? around. Do you know what I mean? Oh, weird. Right. And the fact they've made it their own as well because it was yeah, exactly, yeah. originally. Um, Who supporting them? When I saw the first Madstock. Oh, really? When Morrissey played as well? Morrissey, check this out for a lineup, right? So, uh, first on was Gallon Drunk. Then it was Flowered Up. I don't know if you remember them. No. They were like a kind of London Happy Mondays. Right. Um, had a really good song called Weekender, about 20 minutes long. Um, then it was. I hope I don't miss anyone out here. Ian Dewey in the Blockheads. Sweet. And then it was Morrissey, and then it was Madness. Now, does it get any fucking better than no, that? That's, that's a pretty, pretty cool. strong line. Yeah. Now, yeah, no. I was probably 17, and I went to that gig with my mate Guy, and uh, and I saw something when I walked in, always being someone that is keen to think of an angle to try and turn a pan note. Mm-hmm. Boiling hot day... And obviously it was heavy on 40-year-old blokes that had got a green light from their missus to go and watch Madness <laughs> make this triumphant return. Was that Some, a return gig, was it? Yeah, it was the first time that you'd ever going to see Madness in years. Wow. And it was a big deal, a real big deal for Madness fans. And some bloke had a car battery outside. And I remember there was a sign that he'd written on a bit of A4 that said, skinheads, three quid. And he had a pair of clippers connected to like oh, a car battery brilliant. and there was all these pissed up blokes that had been on it all day going oh, into watch great. madness and like, yeah roar it off mate brilliant. And like, brilliant. so many blokes must have got shit off their wives when they got in that <laughs> night but I just got trolled and I just thought mate you clever bastard yeah, just like skinheads for three quid um, but I'd fallen out with cunt at the time really? we, even though we were best pals from when we were like five probably <laughs> and uh but we were both there, obviously, because we both grew up with them. And right. we were both about 10 metres apart. <laughs> and apart from the fact that we were both obsessed with Madness, yeah. we were both obsessed with Morrissey. Right. Because uh, Morrissey's set was really 
uh, controversial that day. Massively. Right, yeah. Front page of the NME at the time, which was quite a big deal. Mm-hmm. He'd come out in a gold shirt holding um, Union Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was loads of press about him then. Um, there was lots of tracks on his album that were out at that time that people were kind of pulling him apart a little bit towards what his leanings might be and such. And mm-hmm. I don't really want to go right into yeah. that. But... Um, he was fucking amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And, and I remember just like three songs in, he played Suede Ed. And I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, nice. Fuck me, this is amazing. But all the old nutty boys, Weren't let's have it right. It. No. They're not going to want to see Morrissey flouncing around. It's too arty like, for them, It's not it? for yeah, them, is it? Yeah. And he was being just coined and bottles and, and he is provocative yeah. isn't he Morrissey yeah. like when, he'll caught it all day long yeah yeah and uh, and he was it was it was raining over us we was front row and uh, and it was like I reckon there was probably about 20 people there that wanted to see Morrissey and I was one of them <laughs> and uh, and and it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen because I was so close to Morrissey it was like it's fucking amazing only bettered by seeing him in your hometown of Brentwood which was quite odd oh yeah I remember that uh, um but um, yeah, and and so that that was amazing. The injury was great, but to pick this song, have we actually announced this song yet? Number three, we have. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah, announced yeah, it. Yeah, yeah right. we have. Yeah. Slow down on the wine. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> third glass. Small third small glass. This right. hour. <laughs> um, I'm Stuart, and I've got a, yeah. Um, so they come out to this as they invariably do. Yeah. And what this what happened when they they opened Mad Stop with One Step Beyond, and you can you can buy the DVD and watch it. I shit you not. Verify this. I know what he's going to say, and it's true. Measured on the Richter scale. Yeah. <laughs> it measured what? on the Richter scale. What? When it went One Step Beyond, and it dropped. Well, you got to imagine there's a load of forty year old blokes with beer bellies bigger than you've yeah, ever fucking yeah. had. What, what, what was the crowd size? I mean, I'm not asking well, Finsbury Park. Oh, it's Finsbury Park, right. It's got to be about 50, 60 fans. Yeah. Right, wow. You wow. seen the band there? Did you see the monkeys there? No, I saw Limp Biscuit there. <laughs> Your favourite band. <laughs> <laughs> Leave them alone, all right? Oh, that's all right. <laughs> oh, I mean, I liked them. You loved them, didn't you? Did you me, get a tattoo? Pitt did. Oh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah I did actually. Yeah, 18th <laughs> birthday. <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> Yeah, you I, I, biscuits, you've Zach. just lost me 300 fans. <laughs> Have you got I've only got 400. I love Limp Bizkit, mate. Yeah. yeah, well, like, as I mentioned earlier, I did go slightly off-piste in my teenage <laughs> years. And new metal was a thing growing yeah, up. Yeah, 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 man. Tony Hawk's Pro it, Skater, Papa Roach. Well, I, I liked a lot of that, yeah, definitely. I think my favourite was probably Incubus, but, you Incubus, know, there's, like, great, I couldn't yeah. help... Um, yeah, I couldn't help digging. We've had lots of biscuits. discussions about new metal. In Heated bar. ones, yeah. Kip was obsessed with all of that. Oh, really? He what? loved his new metal, Alien didn't he? Farm. He, had, he, had, he had the haircut from the geese from Alien Ant Farm. And did, how, how old is Pip? He's, he's my age, so how old am I? Oh, he's, he's a little younger, but I'm 36, I think. And he's, no, he's, he's now 36, so yeah. 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 Yeah, so there's been lots of discussions of oh, mate, new metal. Yeah. All, all our stories of all the clubs at that time and the fucking... Just one quick aside is one of the funniest things I ever see Pitt do, right? We were only like... It was back when new metal was big and we used to go to a club in Romford called... Um, was it Hollywoods? 
Yeah. And yeah. we used to do weird things like running at concrete walls and just running into them, basically. Miss misspent youth. And one time, he stood up behind this girl on a podium. She's kind of hot. And the fashion back then was sort of like baggy, baggy jeans. jeans. And girls would have their sort of their thong yeah. riding up over, over their the old jeans. criminal damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, uh, Shout out to Rage Romford. That's, that's <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. And he walks up, he got up behind his girl on the podium. I was like, this is not like him to be doing this, right? He sort of dances in. I'm thinking, this is strange. And he just got her by the thong and wedged her no. off the stage. <laughs> no way. It's a bit strong, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. Can you imagine it's like cheese wire just going straight up <laughs> underneath someone? But... He, he, he made the NME in a photo, crowd surfing at an alien ant farm. That's right. Yeah, brilliant. he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, not brilliant. So, <laughs> new Metal's a whole episode. We have to get Pip down here. We're getting down here. for that, mate. <laughs> Jackass, you know. It was a good time. Oh, God, yeah. Good fun wrestling, obviously. Yeah, mate. Have any of the bands have stood the test of time? Well, interestingly, so I dialed out of Incubus. So Incubus' first two records for me are just... It was just one for the girls, so, No, but no, no, I, I don't think that. I think Science is just is just an insanely well-written record. Considering yeah. they were so young, they were like 17, 18, <laughs> and they wrote a record that was mind-blowing. And um, and they sort of, they evolved their music, and I weren't, I weren't ready to, to, to go with them. So for me, Incubus sort of went in a direction I was kind of like, well, you know, good luck, but that's not what I'm into. And recently I went back and listened to some of their more recent stuff and I was like, maybe I've mellowed a little bit now. And I'm like, that's actually still very talented, good music. But yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, Deftones were they? Yeah, they, they didn't write a white pony. A white no, no. pony, man. No, 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 exactly. Like, and and, and that, that's just one of them. Around the first, there's, there's, there's two or three records that Deftones have done that is just like, no, there's, there's, there's every album mint. Deftones have ever done. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. right. Um, That's well, I'm, I'm not. But a I always wonder. I always wonder if like De- Deftones. So Deftones have stood the test of time, and they haven't. They're not buzz. They're not a different band. Do you know what I mean? They're, they still produce quality stuff. They're not boring, yeah. but they're not a different band. They've got a different sound. So they have stood the test of time. I always wondered if they were new metal or not, though. I'm always like. They were part it, of that scene. Yeah, they were yeah. part yeah. of the scene. They, they were definitely the um, the black sheep, weren't they? You know? Yeah. It was like shoegazy. Yeah, Manana. Manana. It, it is. Manana. It is. Oh, Manana. Manana. what a tune. It sounds like Ryde. What a it, tune. It, it, mm. yeah. Shoegaze. Did you see Ryde's set of the weekend at Glastow? I thought it was really good. Oh. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've, some, funnily enough, Nick, who we, we know, um, popped around mine earlier, and, and he said he's just heard the new album. He said it's really fucking good. Oh, wicked. Like... Yeah, you won't remember Ride. There you go, new metal. Didn't think we'd go there tonight. No, definitely not. <laughs> anyway, um, how did we get on? It's how it happens here. It's this is where it goes. goes on. Finchby Park, wouldn't it? Right, well, I'll tell you what, before we, we go any further, so let, let's have a catch up on, on what you've done as a band to date. So the first I heard and saw was a video set in Romford. Yep. Um <laughs> Two lads with not much hair running around in a train. <laughs> well, not much clothes. Really. <laughs> like, oh, God, is that what yeah. stood out, Stu, was it? Straight away. I've seen it all before, yeah. mate. Like, <laughs> owned straight in on old piece. Had a little bit of shit. How do you think I've got all those headline slots? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you a star, Ollie. <laughs> Your name up in lights, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Roy, he said. <laughs> 
what's happened since, well, since you started? Yeah, it's been a bit bonkers, really, because we... Um, honestly, I know it's a bit of a, like, yeah, you know, we were just, like, fucking around. But we were <laughs> just, sort of... We got together to write some tunes with the idea of it being... Um, you know, taking it, drawing most influence from Scar, particularly Two Tone, uh, and using Madness as like a main reference point. And we were like, you know, I, I was sat now like, it, you can call us a rip off of Madness. It's literally just paying homage to Madness, really, mm. and then using other Scar and pop influences along the way. Um, that's what we wanted to do, really. I think we'd just been very, we'd been in a couple of bands that were very hell bent on carving a, a career in the music industry, and things didn't go to plan. So, um, a few battle scars there and that, and we just wanted to do something totally different as a, as an outlet. Dare I say, even a hobby, maybe you know, um, just start approaching it differently. Um, you know, that whole my first band thing, try yep. and recapture that feeling, and it definitely felt like that straight away. Um, well, def- we're early on, we were, well, we still do, don't we? Jamming songs in a hut at the end of Ollie's Nan's garden. Yeah. I mean, that is taking it back to your 15-year-old yeah, days, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And there's been well, like, something where, well nice about it. Was that a conscious it, yeah. decision? Well, yeah, that's where we started SOE originally. Yeah. We used to go practice there after school and that, because it, it weren't a far walk from where we went to school, me, Luke and, and Bonsai. So, yeah, just wanted to have a little break from White Room. Um, big up White Room, great studio, but obviously clocked so many hours up down there, just needed a break from the place. Yeah. Um, just, just talking to Mark, not rehearsing. Well, just think, Mark's yeah, you said it. Down, <laughs> we, we, we've always said, and, and, and more than anyone, Pippi's always been like, you need to get Mark, Mark Watts. Mark, you've got to come on the podcast. You've got to get Mark Watts on that podcast. You might as well turn your mics off then. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy to, Ali. But, but uh, like, you know, you have to set some time aside where you speak to Mark, didn't you? He was like, like, that no, conversation mate, is going to be derailed. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll be aware of that, mate. Back, yeah. <laughs> I'll come around, I'll come on now. I went, mate, we can't have podcasts lasting six hours. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking come with her. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, so he's a force of nature, the he man. Is, he is, isn't he? Yeah. And, and let's he's, have it right. We, 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 Mark Watts is the gel that is the kind of. We all know each other because of him, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's Jeff from Biker Grove, isn't he? You know, he's Jeff it. from Biker Bike Grove. Yeah, Jenny called it years ago. <laughs> yeah, big up, Mark. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But we wouldn't, obviously, SOE had Jay from the Inbetweeners in your video and we know James and we DJ with James. Yeah, I actually met uh, James at your night, yeah. Yeah, um, Queen of Hawks too. And that come around from his having a band then and rehearsing at Mark's studio. He used the glue. Yeah, he used the glue. Brings yeah. a lot of people together, Mark. Yeah. Yourself, you rehearsed at, at the White Rooms, studio. Yeah, so many years down there. Yeah. yeah. So he's he, he's like no one else I know. Oh, he, mate, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's Mark. He it? is a yeah, force of nature. No one can talk like him. No one can what, introduce people to people. and But as much as he's bananas... The sincerity in what he does, yeah, and the core niceness of him. He's a lovely man. He just yeah. wants everyone to know everyone and everyone to yeah. like everyone, Absolutely. and that's at the root of it. Yeah. And I yeah. think that is just what, brilliant. A, a good way to live your life. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, Going back to how you guys are starting this, is it a bit like? Because I always find that when I try and overly plan something, or I think I'm gonna, ha- it's gonna have this end result. It's really difficult to fucking get there, like, yeah. and mm. and when things naturally happen and you do them for fun, like, you, I, I think f- having fun and joy is a massive m- one of the most it, important. It, it's things. like a, it's like a bit of a cliche thing, isn't it? But yeah. like, as soon as we sort of switched off trying to be like sort of cool or a bit yeah. whatever, I don't know whatever the words are, but like. We're just doing it, like just, just showing it. each other songs down in the hut. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's sort just, of just. I don't know, it's something quite liberating it's about it. It's, it's it, yeah. it comes across in your music videos. I mean, it, on it, I'm, I gen, genuinely, I, I love music videos. Um, and I like indie music videos because I've made a lot of them, right? Or I helped out Aaron with them or produced them or whatever. So I find it fascinating because you're always, you're always on a tight budget. Yeah. You, know, you, haven't mm. got, you haven't got pops. No. And what you've achieved with those videos is quality videos that... But they are fucking fun to yeah, like, yeah. you know, to all We've the different scenes that you've got in there. I'm like, fucking hell, like, I'm so, I was sitting there like um, thinking that could cost a lot of money because you've got a lot, of, sometimes you've got a lot of people well, involved. And I'm we like, have been very lucky, haven't we, with Josh, Joshua Preston yeah, and Sophie, Loose Puppets. You know. and, and Thomas, yeah, Loose Puppets and Jell as well. And Jell, yeah, yeah. out a lot. And everybody that's that's been in the And they've videos, just got it you know, straight away, do you know what I mean? That like, We've not had to explain it to anyone, have we? We've well, just yeah. turned up at a cafe one morning. All our pals are there already, like dressed up, ready oh, to go for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, oh, everyone's proper on board with this. It's it was a good a proper, scene. It's a good scene. It, yeah. it was quite like humbling for us, though, oh, wasn't it? Lovely, we were like, yeah. I mean, the bus, you know, that was like four hundred and fifty quid, and we were like, shall we do it? You know, it's ten minutes. Is it really going to be worth it? We were like, no. he, he went to me, no, fuck it, man. It's our legacy. Mm. You know? <laughs> so I was like, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, it was a where, fucking where great morning this, that was. That, that is a video that's uh, 69 Candy Street. That's our latest yeah. one, which is the title track from the album. But yeah, I mean, basically, we started writing tunes um, and then we were like, oh, we should put these out. These are good, you know? And we, we met Mitch, well, we'd already known Mitch from The Milk, who produces the songs for oh, us. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got a studio, Woods Lodge, uh, Woods Lodge Studios in... Um, Mitch is going to come South on here in a couple of weeks. Oh, Big up, Mitch. Oh, yeah. mate, what a dude. King Mitch, we call him. Um, and he got it straight away. Like, yeah. He played drums and organ and stuff on the tracks and out and helped bring them to Better life the way it. we went. Oh, mate, so talented. Um, and it just sort of, 
I know, again, it sounds like a clip, one of those cliches, <coughs> great rock and roll cliches, but it, everything's clicked in it. And, and we were like, right, in terms of what we want to do, you know, so we we like we were like we don't really want to just go and play the fucking pig and squirrel on a Wednesday night to six people. Do you know what I mean? We've done yeah. our apprentices apprenticeships like yeah. five times over yeah, for the yeah. last ten years. We've yeah. you know we've got responsibilities now. You know, I um, am. well, you were just married, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, finally got a decent job as well and things like that you know everything was just all music before all eggs in one basket and yeah like pressure yeah well it was like what you were saying chris it's you know sometimes i think being too emotionally invested in something and too attached to something can be the undoing of it yeah yeah yeah, definitely mate i've had that with redshift that's why i say it like sometimes i'm too close to it and i'm too precious about it and there's too much pressure on it and i've i also have that with uh like learning things like some of the things some so my favorite instrument ever is a violin strangely i've probably never told you that right i love the violin i love how it sounds and i love how it can be it's integrated into loads of different music are you pissing your pants <laughs> you fucking hipster cunt over there but it is and, yeah. and i would never want to learn that's a new door opening <laughs> for a new avenue yeah, yeah. of taking the piss she's made, she's made a little note of it but it really is uh, to soundtracks to most a lot of my favourite tunes, even Nevelous. in drum and bass, I've heard them. <laughs> um, it is, but there's a mystery associated with that, and I'd never want to lose that mystery. Yeah. So I've decided to. I, I don't want to ever pick up a violin because I'm kind of like I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to know it intimately. Keep the romance. It might suck the fun out. Of yeah, it, absolutely, and it and, can. And that's well, like fucking you know, hell, you've heard people trying industry. to learn to play the fucking violin, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone enjoys they? it after that, no, do they? Man. <laughs> But it's, uh, well, I mean, what we decided to do is rather than go out and just gig the old school way, because I do think tr- like part of the trouble now with, with, you know, bands getting together and that, yeah, you've got to go out and experience it and play to fuck all people and grind and that. But I think that's all bands do sometimes. And, and, and we're just caught in this habit that sort of, you know, whatever was yeah, happening back in the day. Two it was, nights a week, play Friday and Yeah, Saturday and you hear these stories of like, you know, Alan McGee discovering Oasis in Glasgow and there was like five people there or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think every band kind of naturally wants that to happen to them and thinks that can happen. And I suppose it, it, it may, but I think it's very unlikely to, mm. to now be given a platform through just going out and doing that. Yeah. Um, so we were like, I mean... Again, like it feels quite cliche to say because grime is like the coolest thing right now, and it and it's, it's it's having its day in the sun mm-hmm. in terms of mainstream media and stuff. But um, you know the the, the following that the the, um, the the grime boys have built online on their own. You know, in the last few years, grinding away and grinding no, away. Definitely. I mean, Skepta has been around for fucking a long, yeah. long time. Dave Yeah, and 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 no one wanted to give them a platform apart from pirate radios and stuff, um, which is obviously where I was first switched onto them because States of Motion was signed to an indie label that was part of a pirate radio. What what, what pirate radio was that? Rinse FM. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 And uh, and yeah, that that's what switched me onto that originally. And I can remember, like you know, then the view count was hundreds of thousands if that and seeing how that's just grown year after year and I remember seeing Skepta's name appear at a local festival in Brentwood that got pulled you know what I mean and yeah. and, and and you know the way that they've just carried on and, and they've just made their own sort of you know they've built it all off their own YouTube channels their own distribution their own fucking whatever it is you know what I mean they've created their own online presence and it's indie as fuck it's so cool it's the punkiest thing that's happened in music for a long mm-hmm. time and I'm not the first it, to say that loads of people no, are banging no, about 100% it, you know? it is and it is our it, that is our real version of hip hop 
if you think because you took a lot of UK hip hop how that started has always tried to sort of do what the Americans have done and it has never really worked grime, grime isn't hip hop I don't I generally don't really think it is and it, it's just it it's came a, from a genuine root and a gen, it came from dance music you know you've got the beat tempos and that 140 BPM and stuff like that and the heritage that they came from drum and bass and the garage scene and then onto two step and then that weird thing where garage got grime got born it's taken years for them to sort of to get there and it would have fallen well, apart if they weren't enjoying it and they didn't give a fuck go? about it do you, do you think like basically now nah, as, as was the case with dubstep there's going to be a myriad of Katy Perry grime remixes and <laughs> Ministry of Sample at possibly the best grime album know, of all time. Grime, Maybe. grime is Maybe. naturally aggressive, and and grime. Well, dubstep was an aggressive sound. I think you've got to look at hip hop. You've got to yeah. look at gangster rap mm. and and how no, it's, it still goes on, mate. I think mm. they have started something so special. You know, like whether you like the music or not, the whole ethos and the way. It's no different to how the NWA did it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, who the fuck wanted to give them a record mm. deal back in the day? You know, it was they that to go out and and, and and press their own vinyls up and in a time where it was get a record deal and go and do that. It mm. weren't you know doing an indie thing weren't really the done thing as yeah. much as it mm. is now. And and I suppose you know going back to what we're doing, we were like you know what we just got to try and create like an online presence and a bit of a, our own you know fuck you know paying like a, a radio plug or a grand and, and trying to fast track it and sending it to loads of labels and agents you know and p hoping that purely off the string for the music we'll get a platform through someone in the industry it was like let's let's try through through social media marketing which is powerful as you guys know let's try and pinpoint a demographic because you know as as popular and as big as scar and, and skinheads and mods and, and that whole subculture is it's still fairly niche in compare in comparison to trying to market um you know an everyday indie band sort of thing that yeah. needs to get radio played to get a platform so we just had a go we just filmed some videos purely taking inspiration from the divine madness vhs um, and and had a go with some Facebook marketing and things have sort of progressed, haven't they? At yeah. a nice rate. Massively, and there's, yeah. it's, and it's, it's like that, not trying to appeal, sorry, not trying to appeal to a mass audience or anything like trying to appeal to like-minded people, yeah. people that yeah. you'll bump into in the pub and be able to have a yeah. chat with them about the music. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And they'll like it. Mass appeal's a funny thing in, in in products and music because if you target everyone, you might end up missing everyone because no one likes it enough. You got yeah. a, a lot of the time being specific and knowing what you are and Death of Guitar Pop is very clear that you've got that yeah. you can see it in, in your styling you, you know, I think it's a thing suits in there and colours and that Great, you, you know you know what you are Thanks, and mate. and um, and that scene even with your club night and that that's all that's all part of that that joy mm. and I think just keep on building that joy and, Cheers, and honestly that who knows where it go it might you know, the chances it might fucking fall on its ass, and you, you never yeah, know how long. Well. But the yeah. thing yeah, is, is yeah, have fun. We know that. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's real, right? isn't it? You know that. You yeah. know the fucking. The difference is with with our old bands. We all, at one point, like I'm sure you know, nine out of ten bands have felt along their way like unsigned bands. One day we're gonna be fucking Oasis or you two or something, you know. And, yeah, and but don't you say that? But that also. Drives you, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I mean, like, as much as it's easy to get caught up and lost in that, yeah. and, and you're young and you look back as you're older and think, 
Oh, God. Like, what a dickhead. I thought I was going to be bigger <laughs> than I was. I'm sure Alex, whatever his name is, Turner, Turner thought yeah, Turner. that when he was 16. Yeah. And he is now. And he is, yeah. yeah. And so, but I think as you get older... cheeses. <laughs> no, that's Alex, that's Alex James. James. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. From Blur. It's a really bad Sorry. cheese. I had Blue Monday. I mean, really? cheese. Yeah, I went camping in, in, um, in the Cotswolds. Did you take my copy of the Sunday like, Times with you? Chris's favourite instruments of fucking violin. I sent Jeeves out to get me some cheese. <laughs> and, uh, no, but we, we, uh, we went to this farm shop and it was like Alex James yeah. cheese. And I was like, fuck me, fair play. He's called it Blue Monday. It's a great name for a cheese. Fucking rubbish. How was it? Yeah. Stick to music, mate. Exactly. Oasis would have just made a fucking straight down the line fucking cheddar that would have delivered. <laughs> None of this Nazi art school cheese. <laughs> you'd, you'd want to roll with it. Like, exactly, Bosh. I just said you'd want to roll with it, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm really well, fucking sorry. Why are we talking about just enjoying it? I know we was going to hold off on this. Do you want to play a song? Yeah, let's play Let's do it. Yeah. And so once you've heard this, there's an album in the making... There is, yeah. But, so, we, but we need people to get behind it, yeah? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we were kind of just going at a, a leisurely rate, putting a tune out every couple of months, and um, it seems to have got like a real... I mean, we, we didn't expect this kind of reaction early doors. Um, you know, it's, I'm not trying to make out with big time, but it's, it's a lot. we're getting a lot more love than we've ever had off any music we've put out. It's quite exciting, you know? Um, so we just thought, fuck it, we'll roll the dice and do a little crowdfunder and see if we can fast track the um, the album recording and release process. And Touchwood, it seems to be working. We're trying to get an album out in October called 69 Candy Street. Um, so yeah, please go on, go on our Facebook page. There's a link, Indiegogo, Death of Guitar Pop. It's plastered all over it. <laughs> um, so yeah, go... Please, if, 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 you, if you're liking this podcast and you like what you hear tonight when we play this song... I mean, Johnny's pretty pissed, so I'm, I'm not promising the best performance. But yeah, you're my best mate. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Well, we, yeah, we, we, we'll it share out. the videos and stuff on on all the um, alcoholistic sure stuff will. next week, anyway. Yeah, so we'll, we'll try and tell as many people as possible to go and, and, and have a look. And, and, and what, and, mate? What a feeling that is when you see that going up, and you think, "Cool, someone's actually listened to your tune and then actually put their hand in their pocket." Yeah, man. It's like yeah. proper. It gets to you, doesn't it? Age yeah. As well. I mean, what's interesting? We ain't played live yet, and I feel like people now are more inclined to come and see a band live than they are to buy even a vinyl, you know, or an album or whatever. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be playing shows as well. Like we're thinking November onwards, December onwards. So, yeah. Let's get it, make sure we get an invite and we'll uh, come and come and see. Definitely. Well. We, we, we're going to get a live experience right now, so probably not going to pay to go and see him anywhere else. <laughs> They're playing in my back garden, for fuck's sake. <laughs> right, so what, what are you going to play, Al? We are going to play Rickety Old Train. Enjoy. Ooh. Up team time, I will tell myself, chill out and smile. A life up till now's been a waste, man. I'm done with denial. They stood with their arms crossed, I played them guitar, Bob. Drain my fragile heart, oh so dry. Death to the alarm clock that woke me back up to the world Tough is the struggle to climb a tide 
I'm so young but I feel like a rickety old train I'm so young but I feel like a rickety old train I'm so young but I feel like a rickety old train I'm so young but I feel oh so aged I've had no free time to myself, I've had no respite Seems like the people I'm close with, their drive is their spite They stood with their arms crossed, I played them guitar, pop, drain my fragile heart oh so dry Death to the alarm clock that woke me back up to the world Toughest a struggle to climb a tide I'm so young but I feel like a rickety old train I'm so young but I feel like a rickety old train I'm so young but I feel like a rickety old train I'm so young but I feel Oh so age And just like a great day I'm stood so tall Wherever there's great pain Whenever I fall, say la vie, what will be till I croak, I remain. And a man said, choo-choo, a rickety old trip. And a man said, choo, 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 a rickety old train, ha, ha. And a man said, choo, choo, a rickety old train. And a man said, choo, choo. Rickety old train Thank you very much. Fucking good. That's a treat, <laughs> man. <laughs> I like an acoustic. Like, I want us to do that more. But oh, I just hope, I hope I, people I, I can step up to the plate. <laughs> if this was a you job, know. this would be the best job in the world, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> nice one. The, the fact your voice went a little bit like that then. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was amazing. Yeah, Thanks. Was Cheers. Um, oh, doing yeah, that? first time anyone's ever sung a song yeah, in this bar. Oh, well, an honour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thank um, you. Well done, Max. Thank you very Jeez. much. Thank you. You've lost me way. <laughs> lost well, now me. that's out of the way, I can really get stuck here. <laughs> yeah, get Johnny another fish. Johnny, do you want to go top shelf? Do you want a oh, shot? You see, this is what this is what happens <laughs> to me, mate. Mine, didn't you?
<laughs> what do you want? Um, oh, yeah. Well, I can do. do you like that? <laughs> that? That's the holy grail. That's, Anyone that yeah. messes with that gets I'll, themselves I'll in trouble. It's, it's your in. I feel like it's, it's your, a Kodak um, moment where oh, let's do it, let's Goldschlager do it. comes oh, out. Okay. Let's just get a little picture of yeah. Hold on. Uh, get, get a photo of that. I was in the, the teetotal man passing it to the... So by, in five years' time, I'm going to be sat there passing it to someone. <laughs> passing the torch. Right, good luck, mate. <laughs> you, 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 I mean, you stopped drinking eight years ago now, didn't you? Yeah, it's, it was, it's over five years now. Five, yeah, it was five wow. years in May. Yeah. You've done stag do's and everything, haven't you? Just like not having it. Yeah, I did my it's own good. stag do in Budapest in March, yeah. Yes. So was a judge. Well done, man. Good man. Oh, that's fucking great, man. Yeah, it's just it is, man. shooting smack straight into your eyeball instead, is yeah, that? Yeah, well, yeah. on a Sunday. On yeah. a Sunday. Yeah. It takes the edge off, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Four-ish. Does <laughs> <laughs> he say what I was just thinking? <laughs> well, wow. Get on the goal shot. Come on, do it. Are we having one each? Uh, oh, I, I, I can't do it on my own, mate. I, 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 I would, mate, but I'm, unfortunately, I don't know if I've told you I'm fasting. <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking about it. I've told you. enough on the floor, haven't you? I think I did. Oh, man, that'll kill me. It's heavy gear. I have had this before. Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. Did it cut your throat or something? The shit that's floating in there. It's gold leaks. Real gold Mm. flakes. But, I mean, he's poured me in a fucking... You've poured me, what, like, a third and a quarter of a pint at one point. Yeah, it went bad, didn't it? Yeah, that went well wrong. Really bad. It was too, too much. Salute. Boys. Cheers, lads. I can't do all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is really fucking grim. It's heavy, <laughs> it's heavy. Fair play, mate. Johnny's done it. Johnny's done it. Well oh, done, Jesus mate. Christ. Well done. I'll tell you what, that's... It's not that bad. Oh, right. fuck off, mate. You've had a sip of it. No, Johnny's no. necked his one. I can't You're do like... the school run in about seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go kids. fucking running kids over. <laughs> well, Chris said it'd be all right. <laughs> well, fuck don't hell. ever listen to Chris. Well, I've got some notes because I, after, when we stopped after the first one, mm. I thought... Fucking hell, I've had a couple of glasses of wine, feeling a bit pissed. And I'm a bit excited because mm-hmm. I ain't seen you for ages, have I? It's been a while, mate. I actually saw you at Boots Hour. Boots Hour, yeah. <laughs> mate, they've really become will. a real guilty pleasure, the Boots Hours. <laughs> love them. They're all right, mate. You replaced alcohol with Boots Hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love a Donna Kebab, that'll never change. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Never I made change. a Donna Kebab last night. Have you made your own? No, I haven't. Right, I was telling you about it, wasn't I? You was telling right, me about last it. Last night. Um, I watched um, a TV show called... Uh, Make Your Own Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Eat well for less, people. Um, where it goes to uh, families that spend far too much money on their shopping bill. And this bloke loved a Donna. And the geezer went, it's really easy. Just buy some lamb mints. Oh, I saw that episode. Jesus. Them herbs, them Fuck herbs, them herbs and them herbs in it. And just stick it in the oven. And I was like, Did it Fuck taste off. like a Donna? So I thought, right, I'm going to do it. Mate, he was incredible. No way. Like, See, I'm thinking it's going to taste more like a kofta. You know, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's Donna. Yeah, it was, it was a little head. bit drier. A little wow. bit drier. Oh, you'll have to um, send me over the recipe, mate. But I still had that thing when I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, man, I can feel it all over my face. Yeah. <laughs> I feel dirty. Dry yeah. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You just go for the yeah. pint of water and you just yeah. get it down quick enough. But exactly, yeah. yeah. I had. Um, I'm a lamb shish guy now. I woke up next to one too many lamb donors. Uh, sh- you know, doner kebabs, <laughs> and the smell was just like. I remember the last one. It smells like it was just o, next to me, yeah. and yeah. I was just like, oh. And do I you always know envision like you know, it's one of the lads in there have got it under their arm yeah. <laughs> as they put it on the thing, and that's why it smells of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> if a doner kebab could say a sentence to you when you woke up in the morning, what would that sentence be? You fucked your life up. <laughs> 
I think you dirty it, cunt. It, 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 it says you did, did pull. Oh, mine would definitely be where's Jake. Yeah. <laughs> mine would be, um, it could be worse. I could be a chicken and mushroom pot noodle. That's a fair point. That'd be mine, yeah. I think it would just be in a re- it'd be the bloke that does all the, the, the film trailers just going, fuck your life. <laughs> <laughs> just as you're just in bed ridden with anxiety about, did I do that last night? Oh, I Amazing that a food can give you that guilt. That yeah. Stay in it. Yeah, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. I've started having... They they have slipped back into my diet. You're sneaking back in, don't you? Just like, you know, before you know it, you've had like three in a month or something. (laughs) You ever had a sober one? I haven't yeah, yeah. yeah. every yeah, rehearsal yeah. we Still only rehearse yeah. it is Nan's up because the kebab shop's like a two minute walk from there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like so this convenient. this is behind yeah. the curtain of the fucking hell yeah, yeah, I've got this yeah. new song Ollie. yeah 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 just go and get a donna first mate no, and I then I'm have a donna no, and do you know what happens right? <laughs> oh. I try and be good is that, does that infringe on if, if you're straight edge if you have a donna well, this is what this is the discussion <laughs> we have quite a have in the grey area there. Yeah, I think if anyone from the straight edge society is listening, it's probably going to get thrown on the list now. Cheers, <laughs> dude. <laughs> uh, could we have some uh, straight edge purists out there? Can you uh, just clarify whether a donna? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I sort of I do. You know, my head says chicken sheesh, so I go for the chicken sheesh, and I've done everyone else's order. You know, it's a healthy option. But then I'm like. Oh yeah, and a portion of Donna meat, mate. Like, <laughs> can you hear me? And then you know what often happens is they fucking pack out like a large box of Donna. So I essentially have like a large Donna. Donna. Meat you dirty prick! You chicken have that. And a chicken sheesh. Yeah, well that's what ends up with, happening. It's the, the, with the, the best intentions, you know. I, I never set out to go. This is why I don't drink stew. You know, Fuck shit sake, goes you're about down. Nine stones soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Mate, it's the sneakiness of it all, though. You go yeah. in there, go. Yeah, I'll have a chicken sheesh and all, mate. And you go, oh, should we go outside and get? some fresh air and then pretend he's left his phone in a kebab shop or something and go back in <laughs> yeah it's Donna an Holic. afterthought Donaholic yeah honestly and, and coffee now and tea like, you know, oh. that's become a vice well yeah. you, you've, you've been you, you've chucked about two pints of uh, <laughs> where, where are you at with coffee what, what sort of coffee oh, do you know? bad I like a flat white you know that's my favourite do you have milk in your coffee yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like a black coffee yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, I'm black coffee now. I used to drink mockers for years. But, uh, you know what the worst? Those fucking machines at the garages, because they're dear and all. Well, like the Costa one. Yeah, it's like yeah. 260 yeah. A, pi- uh, a pint, 260 a, a coffee, and it ain't even that good, you know? Like, it's the same price as, like, a Starbucks or Cafe Nero or something, but every morning it just gets you. You fly in the garage or whatever, and... You know, uh, before you know, you do one of them every day. That's, that's quite oh, a lot of on coffee. It's a nice yeah. thing though to have that to be able to go to Costa and ask for a latte. I get, I feel so middle class when I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, you're I mean? from Latin. That shouldn't yeah, be. To a, be fair, like, yeah. you know, that I'm out be on like, a coffee morning exactly. with all the women you're just dropped tickets up at school. Yeah, <laughs> pull up in my Range Rover. <laughs> we go, we're going down the gym now, girls. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, girls. Hey, what's wrong? With you? <laughs> Can I just say, right? I went lakeside this morning. Uh, and I pulled up and bang opposite me, car park weren't that busy, it's Monday morning, everyone's got jobs and that, you know, but there was a fucking black Range Rover, blacked out um, windows, and the number plate was Essex. (laughs) And I thought that literally, (laughs) bang outside Lakeside's entrance, this epitomises it, doesn't it? I should have got a picture. That's beautiful. beautiful. What's going on in your heads? Ah, it's a, yeah, I mean, but I shouldn't complain because he'll probably ring me next week to go and do a full valet. But like, 
Yeah, it is a bit That's bizarre. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave that alone. God bless Essex. So um, just on that Costa Coffee in a garage, has anyone ordered one? Because normally if I do that in a garage and it's the automatic one, I'm not quite switched on in the morning. Mm. And I've fucking pressed all the buttons and it's going... And then I yes, look down and it's just noisy, fucking emptying it, it in the, into the pot because I haven't put a fucking put cup, a cup on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mate. Well, that's just you being an idiot. First world problems. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying right, it isn't. I've got, I've got a solution, Oh. Uh-huh. I made you one. Um, buy an electric Turkish coffee pot. Right. Buy some Turkish coffee. Yeah. Not that bad boy up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. All right, mate. Send me that over with the uh, rest home recipe for the, the donut. Donut. <laughs> I'll change your life, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your little bargain coach. for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Viet- Vietnamese coffee as well is the shit? Really fucking good. Cool. Mind blowing. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Shall we do? Uh, <laughs> right, where are we? We've got, we got two left, two. right? Number two. Um, I'm just looking at Crowdfunder. We've done that. Just quickly again, so they can find out about Crowdfunder. Yeah, go to our Facebook page. So just punch Def Guitar Pop into Facebook. Yeah. I think it's facebook.com yeah. slash Def Guitar Pop. You're on Instagram as well, aren't you? Yeah, at yeah, Def of Guitar Pop. And on Twitter, we are at Dog P Scar. Um, but yeah, the Indiegogo link is just slapped all over all the socials. So yeah, please Sweet. check it out. Thank you. Okay, right. We've got two more. Um, and before we go on to them last two, other madness songs that you you, you, you wrestled with between you. Well, can I just say, I'm being obvious again, but it's just a thing because this is one moment I do remember from your wedding, so it's right near the beginning. <laughs> he had, I mean, this, this says a lot about the geezer, to be fair to him. He had a female choir sing It Must Be Love in the church. Wow. It was a moment, yeah, it was lovely. Mate, I hadn't been asleep, so I come straight into the wedding. I was a bit late when I had, Yeah. I had a <laughs> well nice tie on. That's what <laughs> Got in, that was it, and I was bawling it. Mate. It was yeah. a lovely yeah. moment. I think, you know, the vows and then the choir and us all singing along with the choir, that was, I mean, yeah, that was, my, that was our favourite moment of the day, mine and Steph's. Can't beat that shit. That was powerful. It was well powerful, man. <laughs> that was lovely, yeah. That's yeah. beautiful, man. Mm. It, it was really was. cool. From and it, one gate to another, it was like, yeah, like actually it proper was a lovely moment. Up, you know We've got it on film, so yeah. We'll do a little wedding video soon. Be good. Lovely, man. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Beautiful. So that was good, yeah. She's all right, your missus as well, isn't she? She's a good girl, yeah. Yeah, she gave me a bit of grief this morning, but we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Time in a month. <laughs> uh, no, so, no, she's lovely. <laughs> Big up, Steph. Um, yeah, For I mean, more information, Song About My Bird is on, what, SoundCloud oh, yeah, or something? Song, yeah, yeah, Song About My Bird. I wrote a song about marrying Steph, and we've just put it up on SoundCloud. So, yeah, go and check it out. Um, bastards. Yeah, it ain't me. Um, you writing songs about birds who does that oh, eh? no, I'll yeah. tell you what Fred Durst never no <laughs> eat you alive <laughs> that, that was one <laughs> I don't care whoever you are however rock and roll you are you can be Liam Gallagher he wrote fucking songbird for fuck's sake yeah he did yeah, I he don't did. care however big and strong you are at the end of the day you just want to have a little cuddle when you absolutely, get absolutely yeah someone's out yeah, and, like, and it'll influence the fucking hardest, toughest songwriters I've ever. Hell yeah! And the best songs are always about love. Yeah. yeah. If you can't write about love, then what are you writing about? What's the best love song? Yeah. Ooh, whatever. Because I tell you what, I've just got into a band, right? I've just got into a band in on weird circumstances, right? I love my '60s music, but never 
really tapped into the loving spoonful that much, right? But fucking quality band, I've been smashing them this week. Got into them for a song on a McDonald's advert, that Darling Be Home Soon. Mate, what a tune that is. That is a beautiful song. And it nearly made me go out and buy a McChicken sandwich meal. (laughs) (laughs) Power advertising. Not like the fillet of fish (laughs) that went drastically wrong. What are you going for? For me, it would have to be our wedding song, which was Marvin Gaye, You're All I Need to Get By. Fuck. Mm. Chris? Let's stay together, I'd say. Shout. God only knows. Yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. Yeah. Mine's a bit cheesy, Solid but boys. still. Nah, it's good. Ah. Beautiful. I think it's going to be To Love Somebody by the Bee Gees. He slayed it yesterday oh, as well. He did, didn't he? Slayed it at Glasgow. He up, didn't yeah. he, man? Yeah, man. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a... F- and as Liam said, early Bee Gees, man, they're a fucking... Yeah. 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 I started they a, a joke. They don't yeah. get much more heartbreaking than that. Yeah, mate. It? All right. Uh, um, okay. Right. So we're getting well soppy, aren't we? Oh, yeah. man, it's what it's about. It's what it's so, about. Anything goes in here. Anything so it was, goes. It, was, it must be love. I'm trying to think if there was any other... Bed and Breakfast, man. Big tune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, big tune. I mean, we could have done that list, like, you know, four uh, or five times over, really. Ones that are on here that probably would have made mine. Yep. Michael Caine. Oh, mm, great song, yeah. yeah. Um, Beautiful song. And I think Didn't was, sell well, either, did it, no. Michael Caine? That was why they got dropped from Stiff, I think, wasn't it? Because it was one better day after that. And then yep. uh, I think that was it with Stiff Records for Madness. Because if I'm... Michael Caine, because obviously I am Michael Caine. Obviously he's, he added the vocal to that. Now I believe Michael Caine's daughter was a massive Madness fan, and oh, that was cool. the angle in. Nice, no, really that beautiful song, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, Wings of a Dove. Fucking hell. Go on, sorry, carry on. No, that was it. No, no, from that in was there. it. Just Michael Caine, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, well, I would have embarrassment as probably my yeah. favourite. Mm. Well, I tell you what, right? <laughs> my favourite ever line in a Madness song, and I'm going to stay on the soppy bit here, right? Yeah. Because as I said to you before we started recording, me and Cunt from Cunt and the Gang grew up <laughs> loving Madness. Yeah. And we were both dickheads. And we didn't want to be cool kids, and we were both always the ones that everyone thought was like a pair of pillocks because we was too busy trying to make each other laugh, yeah, doing stupid stuff rather than trying to be older than we were and going to cool clubs and stuff like that. And for his birthday a few years ago, I had this thing put together for him and, and framed, which just simply said, "I remember how we simply we sit our way." we would say nothing would come between us two dreamers. And I think that fucking lyric is fucking killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember how we play Simply Wish the Day Away, then we'd say nothing would come between us two dreamers. Yeah, and, beautiful. And that, to me, is my childhood. Yeah. That of just me and my mate not wanting to be fucking anything other than just having fun and dreaming about doing yeah. stupid stuff. And, and, it's a powerful lyric, and like it? And, and that's... Yeah. The Beatles have wrote some fucking killer lyrics, but it, you know <laughs> it's all down to interpretation, isn't it? And if, if it something is, strikes it a chord with you, then that's that's relative. That's it's down to quality in that context. Yeah, as well. and the, hugely Johnny, the context of it, yeah. the context of the situation, and yeah. how you look at that. And if that's with your friend and you both were Madness fans, you're going to have that extra sort of yeah. link yeah. to it, aren't you? Sorry. 
Yeah. Sweet. Love Struck was a good tune. It was a bit of a comeback single. Well, I thought that was a solo song from Suggs. No, was no, that was Madness. Did he release it on his own no, like, later no. in his career? That was Madness. Why? Right. Um, yeah, he, he started... He had a solo sort of career around that point, didn't he? I just remember hearing it, like, growing up on the radio and stuff when I was... Fuck knows. Like, it was, yeah, well after, obviously. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like I'm missing... Other massive madness. Well, obviously, that. like you know, House of Fun, Baggy Trousers, you know. Yeah. Um, is it Our House? Is another one. Yeah. Our House is. I remember how we play Simply We Should Die Away. Some like, more obscure ones, like some of the ones that people have thrown at me at Scar Club, and again, you know, like my I, Divine Madness really is not where it stops and ends, but like that is my Blue you know sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. like you know, because because I discovered them, it, you know, I, I I was too young to 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 you know, uh, taking them in when they first come around. Like, I discovered them through a Greatest Hits compilation in, in videos. Like, Divine Madness to me is as, like, important as, like, definitely maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Greatest get, Hits is how people yeah, music. When, yeah, when it ain't like your era, that's often yeah. how you do it, innit? Like, Beatles 1 or the Red and the Blue red album. And the blue. Yeah. I, I literally yeah. took the Blue in my car this morning. And, like, and, and that is... That's your introduction. To be yeah. fair, in our household, there was no red and blue albums. It was you listen to "Please Please Me" with the Beatles in order, full yeah, things. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> let's keep proper. this going. Favorite Beatles song. Let's guess. I, I want these. Oh, I don't want God. top fives. Come on, throw them in there. Throw in there. Hey, my, Jude. my dad's gonna really. Yeah. Good. I, can you two go first? Because I've got. I've got to make. I've got to make my dad proud here. So. I don't know it. Well, I mean. Go on, yeah, you do at the end of Abbey Road. Once it was away. Get back home. Before the end. It's at the end of the suite at the second half of Abbey Road. Mate. Go and check that shit out. Oh, it'll break you in half. Yeah. McCartney's voice when it lifts. Fuck. You know. But yeah, I mean, A Day in the Life takes some beating, doesn't it? And Pepper was like the album when I was like a kid because I don't know, with the artwork and it was all like, it's like an album you can like as a serious adult and like yep. as like a little kid as well, can't totally. you? Know, do you know That's what I mean? a fucking great way of putting it as well. Yeah, and it's sort of, it's got every level to it, and it's yep. Sergeant Pepper. But um, I don't know, Dana Life takes some beating. It but, really does. Um, I think me and my old man, I don't know, it's probably some song, it's got to be something of Hard Day's Night, really. I'd probably say If I Fell, of Hard Shame. Day's Night. Nice. Yeah. Christopher? Uh, mine is completely related to being about 21 and taking lots of acid around that time <laughs> of my life. So Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds. Nice. And predominantly as well because um, of the, the, the fucking animated movie, you know, what is it? Yellow, Yellow Submarine. Submarine yeah. Oh my God. I've watched that a few times and it's always a tough watch because yeah. I'm always, you know, I was always boxed. <laughs> but Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds... I, but I what, a, that what an amazing bit of songwriting! Yeah, it is well. yeah. like the composition. A lot of my the favorite verse songs is in like have, six, eight, in it or something, and then it changed. Mate, it's like mate, how did he write that? Why it is? It's, it's for me. A lot of my top songs are that composition change as well, especially with the beat change and and and, and the yeah. pace change and the build up. I fucking love it. I mean, it's beautiful. And then the chorus is so simplistic, isn't it? Yeah. It's, again, it's like that proper complex sort of thing going to like a childlike sort of. Mm. We're going to do Beatles or Stones, is that right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a list of bands here and I want to do favourite songs. Oh, I want to get through these we're, as well. We are two, we're two hours in. That's all, That's all right, we can keep rolling. We can keep rolling. Do you just want to keep rolling? Oh, yeah, I'm oh, cool yeah. with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, Fuck, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you all right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. More so than we've happy, got mate. two more Madness songs to go and I've got yeah. a few other Fire away then. We could, we, could, we could end up doing a three-parter, who knows? 
So it literally, I just, it was like, I don't know. I, I, it was just throbbing and like. Was you staring at it? Yeah, yeah. But I'd put oh, like, I'd, I'd put the jam on my belly button yeah. and I was just sort of like pinging it back a little bit. And yeah. then the fly landed on the jam and then I just was like, right. And I just like pulled it right back yeah, and then yeah. just let it go. And it was like, just and it just. Doshed it, it. Yeah. Helmet just literally squashed it. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, it was like a kind of, yeah, cockapult. Cockapult. Yeah. That's, that's a beautiful thing, man. Right. Let's do this um, outro anyway. We'll start recording, buddy. Oh. Um, Stu, can you, um, uh, yeah, um, obviously edit all that out. We don't want anyone. Yeah, man. No, 76 no. has got that, mate. Yeah, cool. Thanks, buddy. So, that was the end of part two. Um, yep. What a wicked uh, song. I really enjoyed Wicked the Old Train. Um, Go on YouTube if you want to hear um, the full version, not just the acoustic version. Mm. Um, uh, go on there and, and watch the video. Really fun video. See the boys video. in a pair of Speedos. Yeah. Um, and dapper suits as well. Yeah. You always go on about them in their Speedos. All right. Like, just yeah, running around um, Romford. Uh, yeah, really, really good. Pucker. Um, yeah, man. And uh, they're obviously their crowdfunding campaign at Indiegogo's. Get behind that. Life, so get behind that, man. Support uh, good music. music. Yeah. Catch you later. Bye. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.